Welcome to the Conscious Relationship and Coupling and Parenting Summit. It's me, Lucia Gabriela, your host and producer. And today we have an incredible woman, mother, and really a transformational catalyst in our, in our summit today. Her name is Michelle Alva. But before we introduce you, Michelle, we would like to read you a little bit about her. Michelle Alva is a woman on a mission to educate and empower women that we are powerful creators that heal at the speed of light. She is a pediatric and pelvic floor women's health physical therapist, dantra practitioner, integrative yoga therapist, certified professional speaker, sound healer, belly dance teacher, infant massage instructor, and psychic facilitator. Michelle is the creator of a mindset, body, vibrational healing approach that teaches individuals how to awaken to the innate healing physiology called the Alva Method of Self-Healing Mastery. Michelle started the Soulfish Women Movement to inspire and educate women to live intuitively, guided, body, breath connected, and embracing their orgasmic, creative, and sacred bodies. Since only about 30% of women orgasm, so she have a Facebook group called Soulfish Women that inspire and encourage many women to be in their bodies. So we have the honor to introduce you into this summit. Michelle, thank you for joining us. Thank you for saying yes to us. Thank you so much, Lucia, for having me. And hello, everyone. And I'm so grateful to be here sharing this wonderful information. Beautiful. You're such an amazing, inspired woman. And before we dive deep into the amazing topic that you have for us today, how do you start on this journey of conscious relationship, but also the divorce and the conscious parenting that you embody? Um, well, thank you for asking, Lucia. It all began really just, I mean, I feel my soul is what has always wanted to discover the truth of consciousness and why we're here some deep questions as a child. Um, and, I, and I discovered that I was living my life on the programs, you know, living the way I thought I was supposed to be as opposed to who I really was. And from this uh, willingness to really discover the truth of who I am in, at the deepest core level, that has led my life to discovering working with people, not just as a physical therapist, but also acknowledging that they have emotions, a soul, and there's this larger picture that we're all a part of. And that journey of living unhappily most of my life in the early parts and then healing and discovering that it was my own self that was keeping me from my happiness and learning different things um, in, in relationships and healing, that has all brought me to this place of wanting to discover the best that I could be for myself, for my daughter. Uh, I had a divorce seven years ago and that really was when I started to become who I really truly at the core level am and going through this journey as a healing guide for people, knowing the science of healing, but then being able to apply it into daily life, that has taught me from a practical and a cognitive way of learning, integrating both, um, how to serve my clients. And I tend to attract a lot of people going through transition. And I've also been through it with my daughter because she was six years old when we divorced. So I got to see the trauma of divorce and the pain and the suffering. And today, my daughter, I feel, is very healthy, very open, much different than when we, seven years ago, started on the divorce journey. 
you know, as a family. Um, so there's a lot that we can do to grow and heal and thrive. And knowing these tools that I'm going to share with people today, I would have loved to know those tools seven years ago because it would have made my life a lot easier, but I wouldn't be the person I am today. So I, I see how it benefits people today in the work that I do. And that's why I just can't stop sharing. So I'm, I'm happy to be here to be able to share this with everyone today. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to encourage our audience to really pay attention to Michelle. Uh, she's one of the amazing women that I have seen and met in person where she is really not just have so much knowledge with her <laughs> in a very connective way, but she she really embodied integrative. And that was it's so fascinating to see somebody who you know, learn and is passionate, but also integrated in their body. And Michelle is one of those. So we are so honored and we're so excited to learn from you today. The topic of healing through divorce. So here we go. So what I'm going to be talking with you today is about healing through divorce. We have a choice when we get, when we have a divorce and a separation to heal through the divorce or to continue to hold resentment, guilt, shame, blame, anger. It's our choice whether we want to go through this experience in a loving, healing, growing and thriving way or in a way that devastates us, hurts us and doesn't uplift us, which a lot of times people don't know. People don't have tools. They don't understand the science of healing. And science has taught us a lot about how we can release pain, emotional pain, and make the journey back to yourself, your wholeness, after a divorce in a much more positive way. So what I'm going to be talking about is some tools and strategies that you can use in your daily life. And that affects your children and it affects your, your ex and everybody benefits. So what I have done is taken my over 21 years experience in the science of healing and also learning about yoga philosophy, love and connection, some ways that really benefit us in ways that we're going to actually wind up feeling more optimistic, stronger and heal the, the planet. As we heal ourselves, we're healing others. So the very first step in this journey of healing through divorce, first and foremost, is to feel grateful and to accept what has happened, what we have allowed to happen, what we have chosen to happen. And a lot of times, fierce compassion, not just compassion, but some fierce compassion is needed. Because a lot of times we shame ourselves or we blame ourselves, especially if we've been married for 20 years like I was, I felt like such a failure. And I really was hard on myself in everything in my life. So for me to have to acknowledge that my relationship was not working with my husband, who was my high school sweetheart, that was devastating for me. And on my path, what I learned was it was my own relationship with myself that my ex-husband was simply the mirror, a reflection of the imbalance, the disharmony that, that I had with my own relationship. So we can choose to surrender and accept, I'm, I'm having a divorce, it's not working out, the relationship with my spouse, and do whatever it takes to see it through the eyes of gratitude. 
because everything is happening on purpose and it's always there happening to strengthen us, to heal so that we can imagine something new and thrive. This devastation of divorce, it's one of the top stressful events that we can ever have. At the same time, when we discover the fruit of our fears and what was the gem of that experience and start to ask questions in this direction, we're going to be that much more able to have a healthy relationship if we choose to see it through the eyes of grace. And I know some people might be saying, well, how could I be grateful for this divorce? It's horrible. My ex-husband's trying to sue me or, you know, sometimes there's just so much hurt and suffering that the lawyers, you know, have to be a part of this and back and forth. So I've worked with families that have a lot of drama and a lot of trauma. And when we start to look at it through the eyes of grace and gratitude, it just softens everything, it changes everything. And another, another step is to remember that our true essence is that we are love and that we're mostly made of energy. Because when we remember that we're mostly made of energy, we can shift a lot easier. But if we feel dense and we feel that we're only physical, we're only functioning in the 3D, I think healing and change and transformation and healing through divorce might feel a little more dense, harder to do. So when we remember our basic core beingness, that we're vibrational beings, we'll also remember that our thoughts affect how we feel. And wherever we put our focus on, wherever we put our attention, we're going to get more of that. So if every day you're thinking about what you don't like about your ex-husband or what you can't stand about the divorce or how, you know, life sucks, sometimes people dwell on the negative, you're only going to feel more negatively in yourself and it's only going to affect you in a more um, draining, stressful way and that's going to move you away from what you truly are, which is love. We function at our best when we are accepting, compassionate, forgiving in the present moment, and when we are in that state of beingness, we align with what we are mostly. Yes, there is stress in our lives, and stress is only meant to be under a short-term duration. We are meant and designed to have stress when we are in danger, and that is meant to be physiologically, our system supports it for a short, short term. For example, if there's a fire, your body's gonna go on alert, and you're gonna run away from the fire. Or if there's something dangerous around you, your body's going to flee from that situation. That's your nature to do that. But if you stay chronically in that stressful mode, then you're not actually aligning with your nature, which is love, acceptance, compassion. If you stay in a threatened place, your stress response is trying to tell you, get away, run. But you choose to stay there your body's actually not designed to be under chronic stress and thrive under chronic stress. So this is why it's really important for us to acknowledge how we feel and choose to grow and heal from whatever stresses we've had instead of staying there constantly. So what I'm going to do now is go on to the next slide where mindfulness, the practice of mindfulness, is such a benefit to us and there's a lot of research on mindfulness. 
It helps you with your digestion, mindfulness meditation. It helps you with sleep. We process our emotions a lot easier when we are present and aware without any judgment. So a practice that I highly recommend people do going through divorce or any separation or any breakup or any transition that's challenging is to be more in touch with the sensations in your body throughout the day and become a video camera. You witness and observe how you're feeling. And the more neutral you can be, the more you'll be resilient through your divorce. What's coming up for me? Am I feeling resentful? Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling like a failure? Sometimes what happens is we are so ashamed of what's happened to us that we tried everything we could to be in this relationship, in, this, in our marriage. And on top of the fact that we're realizing that it's not working for us, we shame ourselves or we judge ourselves or we criticize ourselves. I'm not a good mother. I shouldn't be getting a divorce. I should, I would, I could. Um, and all that makes you feel more stressed out and it's all coming from not being mindful. So this is where we're criticizing, we're analyzing, and we're, we're not being the witness of the emotions that are maybe been suppressed for a lot of years. So a first step is to simply acknowledge, how do I feel in my body? Because our body is where we keep all our emotions. And having this constant practice, you can keep your hand on your chest throughout the day, and take a deep breath in and exhale open your mouth and assess throughout your day what's coming up for me how am I feeling and this is gonna help you to be more in touch with the present moment sensations because a lot of times we've been holding emotions from the past and a lot of them surface when we are going through this transition of divorce so a solution for that is to flow your breath and your emotions. And our emotions are energy in motion. So just take a look at the screen here and notice how my belly and my chest is rising and expanding. If you think about it, when you're stressed out, your heart hardens, your tummy muscles get more tense, the neck and shoulders. So I highly recommend people lay down with the soles of your feet together, your knees wide apart as in this picture in this little gif that I, that I made, and put a bolster underneath your chest, your upper back, your head, your neck, open up your arms. This is a very powerful breathing exercise. It's called the E3 breath, and it stands for extension, extension of the spine, expansion, expansion of your pelvic floor, your belly, your chest, your shoulders, and elongation. And we're elongating those muscles that a lot of times are so shortened and contracted because we've been angry and we've been resentful for so many years. And what this exercise does is you're lengthening, you're stretching your muscles of your center, your core, so that you can also release those emotions in your body where we hold a lot of tension, anger, resentment, judgment, criticism. And so because we hold our emotions in our body tissues, we can rinse and flush and lengthen and expand out our emotions every single day doing this E3 breath. So when you're in that position, 
I highly recommend you inhale, inhale, inhale. That's what I'm doing there. Feeling the expansion, the elongation, and then hold your breath for as long as you can until you cannot hold any longer, and then let it go. Ah. Inhale, inhale, inhale through the nose, expanding, elongating, rinsing out that tension. Hold it for as long as you can. And then, ah. And the more you do this, the more you're going to be flowing your emotions with the help of your breath, your diaphragmatic breath. And when we stimulate the diaphragm, do this breath, you're stimulating the parasympathetic nervous system. That's your relaxation response. And that system is the calm, peace, love, connection, healing system. So this is something I recommend people do in the morning before you get out of bed and at night before you go to sleep. And any time of the day, if you feel you need to do it, if you're feeling overwhelmed, stuck, really angry and reactive, lay down and open yourself. And this helped me so much through those really, really tough times. And I would actually do this in the sauna, in the steam room where I, where I work. And the heat is a wonderful place especially to release. So I highly recommend trying this in the sauna too. So step five is asking ourselves, where am I holding on to pain, tension, or stress in my body? So take a moment right now and just close your eyes and lean back. And you're going to scan your body like a video camera. And bring awareness to the areas in your body right now where you feel tension, pain, or stress. And you're going to choose one that feels the most tense and you're gonna breathe awareness into that area. Pretend you have a lung there. Breathe in deeply. And then exhale, ah. Inhale, for example, if your chest is feeling contracted and heavy because you're upset that you're getting a divorce, you're sad, we tend to hold these emotions in our heart. You can put your hand on top of your chest and breathe awareness and expand into that area. And I recommend you bring your left arm over your head and use your right hand over your chest because the left side of the chest is where the heart is. So when you bring your left arm over your head, you're stretching the left side of your chest. And this is gonna help you to expand your chest wall and especially the heart muscle and the fascia that goes over the heart. The more you expand your heart, the more you're going to be able to free up those stuck emotions or those unprocessed hurts in your heart. So this is a very powerful and simple exercise to keep yourself flowing and feeling. Instead of feeling hardened, weighed down, overly resentful and angry, uh, and holding that tension in your body. This helps you to flush your emotions. And then step six is to reprogram your beliefs and your feeling, your vibration. So it's not enough to just read a list of affirmations. I love my ex-husband. I accept my divorce. I'm grateful that I'm divorced. I'm looking forward to this new life of mine. If you repeat those affirmations, but you're holding bitterness and resentment in your heart, or you're disgusted and angry in your stomach, 
that's only working on your mind. You're, you're consciously choosing to create this, but your subconscious mind, your past is in your body tissues. That tension in your heart and the tension in your belly is from years and years and years of accumulated stress that was unprocessed. So what I've discovered with the Alva method of self-healing mastery is we're going to go inside the body. So I recommend for people to lean back, to massage your belly, create circles of love over your belly, massage your chest, massage your breasts, massage your throat, massage your genitals, massage your inner thighs, massage your lower belly, and start to feel more relaxed physically while you do these affirmations, whatever these new um, statements or beliefs that you want to create, combine them with the bodily touch and massage and feeling more whole, more integrated with your mind, your body, your emotions as you create these new intentions. So you can do that and imagine how it would feel if you already healed after your divorce. If you already felt reintegrated, independent, interdependent instead of codependent, what would that feel like for me to be self-sufficient, independent? I love myself. I have a healthy relationship with myself, which is going to allow me to have a healthy relationship with someone in the future. My balance and harmony is normal for me, the balance of emotions. I feel harmonious in my life. How would you feel if that was already true? This is really important step. So it's not just enough to state affirmations, and it's not enough to only feel it in your body. We have to integrate the feeling, and then imagine what would it feel like if it was already true, whatever it is that you wanna create. And when you ask that question, what would it feel like if I was already at peace with my ex-husband? What would it feel like if our divorce settlement went smooth and we both felt adequate about the split in finances, the time with my child, and the week, and the months, the holidays? What would it feel like if the whole divorce process was as harmonious and loving as possible? What would it feel like for my child to feel peaceful and balanced and happy again after the divorce? What would it feel like if I felt that I was enough and that I did everything possible and that everything that, I'm, that I am is enough? What would it feel like if my best is enough? What would it feel like if I was at peace with myself? And you continue to do this and you can apply these questions, what would it feel like in any area of your life, whether it's you want to bring more abundance into your life, if you want to have better sleep at night, what would it feel like if I slept six to eight hours solid and had awesome dreams? So you can use this in any area of your life, very powerful and simple because we are powerful creators. And this is our nature to be creating magic and miracles and the only way we can get there is if we try these tools that actually work that are simple. So this is a powerful one. Definitely spend some time doing this one. And then I just want to say to have a lot of compassion with our children. If you're a person who has kids and you're going through divorce, 
I hope that you're motivated to do your best, to process your emotions, to feel your body, to ask yourself the right questions that are going to guide you in a more uplifting outcome for yourself because our children are literally reflections of us. And if we are avoiding our own pains, if we are in a, a shameful state of our own emotions, of what we've created in the past, our children are going to feel that. And that's going to affect their psyche, their energy, their emotions. So I highly encourage us to have a lot of compassion, fierce compassion for ourselves. And also giving your children permission to transition through the divorce in their way. And for some of them, that might be them feeling more angry. So can I be accepting of my child if they're angrier, if they're more impatient? Um, it doesn't mean that you allow abuse to your, yourself, you know, but looking at your children through the eyes of love and compassion and giving them the space so that they can also process their emotions and really, really focusing on yourself through this time. Get the support that you need, whether it's a counselor, um, maybe seek out more community, uh, maybe just calling up a friend, you know, and, and sharing how you're feeling, calling up yourself, massaging your heart, massaging your belly, being with yourself in a place that is very relaxing, going for refuge, you know, somewhere where you feel supported. And making that a priority is so important because this time when you go through the divorce, that, that critical time, it's going to affect your future. So be patient with yourself. Be very compassionate. Give yourself a lot of hugs. You can be there for your children and just saying, how can I support you through this? What's coming up for you? How are you feeling? And making sure to get the help and support you need and making that a priority. It's really important so that our children will want to get married in the future and have healthy monogamous relationships in the future if there was infidelity. We want our children to heal whatever we um, experienced, you know, depending on what happened. And you can talk about it. And communication is just so important and to be a good listener for ourselves and for our children. So if anybody would like to go deeper in this concept of healing through divorce, I highly encourage you to get the support you need in your community. And if not, I'm here on the phone or in person in South Florida to offer everybody a free discovery call and share with you these principles of self-healing and self-healing mastery. And I would love to offer you to go to my website today, right now, michellealva.com. And there's a beautiful 20-minute guided meditation called Empower Your Center and Ignite Your Soul's Joy. And if you remember that E3 breathing exercise was all about expanding our center, the center of who we are. And divorce is truly an opportunity for us to reinvent ourselves, to grow, because the person that we're really truly divorcing is ourselves, our old self, in that marriage, in that relationship. And it doesn't serve us anymore to be that way. And that's why our reflection, our partner, our mirror, is who we're divorcing. But remember, you're also divorcing your old self in that relationship. So that person is not going to be living with you anymore. And then because of that, your identity is going to change. And you're no longer going to be in that identity of, marriage of being a partner with that person so who do you wish to be now what do you wish to create now 
and diving into more in-depth connection to your true self, that's something that I definitely can be a resource for and also getting more in touch with your intuition and learning how to process and flow your emotions throughout your day for your whole life so that you benefit yourself, your family, and whoever you're working with, you know, whoever's in your environment and the world. Because remember, each one of us is a powerful creator in this collective creative that we are all co-creating together. So you matter. Your healing matters and you taking care of yourself matters. So thank you so much for having me. I'm going to go back to the interview now. Thank you, Michelle. That was beautiful. I knew that you were going to give us some great tips and and invite us to create more awareness in, within ourselves. So divorce is one of, in my belief, divorce is one of the most amazing transformational experiences that we can go through that allow us to know more about ourselves, uh, who we are, and what we actually uh, need to let go and shed out of our existence uh, to claim more of who we are in in this life and anger is the common denominator of this dynamic uh, in somatic work we uh, come to understand that anger is the emotion that is presented when a boundary has been crossed so with your experience what would be the healthiest way to release anger at a deeper level that it is, it is loving, it is, it is, you know, giving yourself permission to do it, that it feels like good and not feel fearful what, you know, other people, when to do it the right way, you know, the proper way, the more uh, holistic way. And also, if you want to expand and uh, talk a little bit about boundaries aspect of when you are healing through divorce, but also it's not just, you know, we are beings of love and compassion, but boundaries need to be put in place mm-hmm. for it to hold a container of love, self-love, and a container of consciousness, awareness, and well-being for our children when we have children involved. Yes. Okay, so something that's coming up to share is that anger, what I have learned is anger is actually not an emotion, that it's suppressed sadness. There's a book by Gary Zukov um, that talks a lot about this. If you think about it, when a person's angry, they're not expecting a hug ever. So anger is a way of pushing away, of creating a boundary, right? Um, And pushing away feeling. Because underneath that anger is a deeper feeling, and a lot of times it's an unmet need. So the way that I would approach anger is first and foremost for people to be aware of when they're angry and to be aware of what their anger feels like. For example, like myself, I actually had a really hard time expressing anger. So ask yourself, do I feel comfortable feeling angry? What's my relationship to anger, first of all? Because I was learned, I was taught not to be angry. I actually learned not to be angry, that a good girl doesn't get angry. So I would explore that first with people. Um, And then in the privacy of your own space, you can, for example, How can you invite more of your anger expression? So you could dance your anger. There's a song, um, Stone Cold by Demi Lovato, that I highly recommend playing. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but it's an awesome song to get get more in in touch with anger emotion. 
and not see anger as a bad thing because I did. I thought angry people, you know, are crazy people. So that singing, listening to songs that, that have some type of tone of, that help you bring out your emotion of anger. It's actually healthy to dance and move your anger and express your anger. You could even look in the mirror and talk to imaginary to whoever you're angry at and say whatever you wanted to say at that person. But ultimately what I have learned is we're always angry at ourselves. Everything is just a reflection. So if you're angry at your ex-husband or you're angry at whatever happened to you and that makes you angry, it's important to feel that. And you could even acknowledge it and say, I'm angry. I'm angry that, I'm angry that, and, and just declare it. You could even journal all the things that you're angry about and just go, 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 right, right, right. I'm angry. And then why are you angry? So this is really special to get you in touch with the anger that's inside you. The other thing you could do is ask yourself, where in my body am I holding my anger? And you'll be amazed at how you, you get this intuition, this wisdom that comes through. So however you can access the clarity of the feeling of those angry feelings that you're having, that's really healthy to do. And ultimately underneath that, when you've done that, taken the lid off, I think you're going to discover a lot of times sadness. These unmet needs, unmet expectations that we did not have which caused us to feel angry or else we would be happy, right? Yes. Thank you. So we like to spend something in regarding boundaries when you're yes. healing through divorce. Well, it's really important to make your boundary of your body known to yourself. And this is why that E3 breath is a way of actually creating boundaries. I find with women with divorce, We've let others in our boundary, in our space. We sometimes feel like we were a doormat for our husbands or we suppressed what we really wanted to say in the relationship and that's why it didn't go well. So the first place I feel we should start is somatically, like you're saying, in the body and own your space. Some women don't feel that they're worthy of having a healthy relationship with themselves, that they're worthy of having the space for themselves because we have you know even thousands of years of being suppressed this feminine energy right so practice in your life in your day stretching your body opening up your body and create this physical energetic space around you that is precious and humongous and expansive and this is where I feel we should begin is, can I create space in my breath? Can I create space in my heart? Can I create space in my body to feel my expansiveness? And then the boundary thing, when people are in our space, maybe getting to uh, overstepping what feels comfortable for us, we're going to actually be more aware of it because we've created this physical energetic space. So I recommend for people to constantly be asking themselves, is this what I really want? So-and-so is asking me something or wants something. Maybe your ex wants to come pick up some things from your house that he forgot, but you really don't want him there at that time. So I highly recommend people create your space physically, energetically, breathe, expand, and then ask yourself, is it true for me for him to come at six o'clock? Is this what's in alignment with my truth for me to 
drop the kids off at his place. You know, so constantly checking in with yourself, is this in alignment with my healthy boundaries to, and then ask yourself and notice how that makes your body feel. And that'll give you more of an awareness of what's really in alignment with your truth. Because your body's always telling you the truth when you're relaxed. Thank you so much. You're so amazing and wonderful. We appreciate you for being in our summit. Thank you for having me, Lucia. And I, and I hope that all this information was helpful for people. I made it really simple. And sometimes we might overlook it. I really reduced the information so that you can all use these gems and write to me. Let me know how it benefits you. I would love to hear. And for the women out there, join me in the Soulfish Sisterhood on Facebook. And you can share there and um, create this sisterhood of support because I know for me, my divorce, I used to do everything by myself. I had a really hard time bonding with women. And I, I just was with my husband all the time. You know, that was my life. It was very codependent. And I, and I missed all my friends that were wanting to reach out and be my, my sisters. So um, if that's for you and you find yourself a little bit isolated, you know, after your divorce, uh, definitely know that there's Lucia, you know, us here, everybody on this summit, um, we're here as a tribe and, and you, you are never alone. So I, I hope to connect with people. Thank you. You're amazing and beautiful. Such a great leader in your community. I really, um, it's always inspiring to see you. <laughs> Thank you, so, Lucia. How can we find you? Uh, at michellealva.com is all the information there and there's links for my YouTube channel and the Facebook groups. So just go to michellealva.com and that's where the free gift is also. Thank you, Michelle, again. And thank you, our amazing community, for tuning in again to another episode of this Conscious Relationship on Coupling and Parenting Summit. We'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day.